Welcome to the official Slate Star Codex podcast for October 16th, 2019. Title is Enlightenment Compatible with Sex Scandals. Last year, I reviewed The Mind Illuminated, a meditation guide by Buddhist teacher Upsaka Kuladasa. Last month, Kuladasa's Buddhist community accused him of cheating on his wife with prostitutes for many years. Kuladasa doesn't seem to agree with the exact details of the accusations, but he also doesn't seem to deny that there was something in that general category of thing. What can this teach us about enlightenment? Kuladasa has been meditating and studying Buddhism for over 40 years and trained under some of the greatest teachers of his generation. I don't know if he's claimed to be enlightened in so many words, but he's written books that describe how to reach enlightenment and that assert you can do it in a few years if you follow his advice, which sounds a lot like claiming enlightenment by implication. Other self-proclaimed enlightened Buddhist teachers seem to respect him and treat him as being at around their level. And if Kuladasa wasn't enlightened, there's a long list of other Buddhist masters with similar misdeeds. The Atlantic points out that three of the four great founders of American Zen caused major public sex scandals. The fourth, Shunrei Suzuki, was spotless, but his successor, Richard Baker, caused a major public sex scandal. The two most famous U.S. teachers of Tibetan Buddhism, Chongyam Trungpa and Sogya Rinpoche, both caused major public sex scandals. Trungpa's immediate successor, Osei Tenzin, caused a particularly horrifying major public sex scandal. And the current head of Shambhala Buddhism, Sakyong Rinpoche, also caused a major public sex scandal. These teachers were among the most accomplished of our time. Many were officially certified as enlightened by the relevant governing bodies. Of course, there are governing bodies that certify enlightenment. We're not barbarians. Doubt Kuladasa if you want, but it would be hard to say none of these people had achieved enlightenment. At least if you want to maintain any reason to believe in enlightenment as an achievable state at all. I don't think many modern teachers say enlightenment makes you morally perfect but I think at least some of them say it makes you free from craving or desire, and repeatedly cheating on your wife doesn't seem like the action of someone who's free from desire. It doesn't even seem like someone whose desire has been moderately decreased. It sounds like the action of someone who has at least as much desire as anyone else. Maybe Buddhists should retreat to a minimalist account of enlightenment, where it changes some brain networks around in a way that short-circuits some processing of experiences of suffering and selfhood, but doesn't really lead to better decisions? Tricycle Magazine discusses various theories for why Buddhist sex scandals are so common. Maybe Asians from patriarchal cultures do badly when transplanted to the more sexually liberal West but Kuladasa was white and born in the U.S. Maybe powerful men are naturally tempted to behave badly when surrounded by vulnerable female students, but Kuladasa didn't have sex with his students. 
Maybe the Maharana em- emphasis on how enlightened people transcend ordinary human norms causes enlightened people to uh, transcend ordinary human norms. But most of Kuladasa's training was Theravada. I recently got a chance to talk about this with a very experienced Buddhist practitioner, one who claims to be enlightened himself. He said it's accepted in his tradition that meditation dissolves social conditioning. In theory, once you've dissolved all social conditioning, the inner light of compassion shines through and you can behave with true kindness. But in practice, the inner light of compassion sometimes goes AWOL and you're just left valueless. This works fine if you're in a monastery like most advanced meditators were for most of history, not so well if you're out in the real world with all the usual temptations. This fascinates me for the same reason HPPD fascinates me. There are all these transformative practices that purport to give you a higher level of consciousness. But, by Algernon's law, there is presumably some reason we're in this state of consciousness, some reason our system protects its usual state so diligently that you need powerful drugs or years of meditation to break through to anything else. Are there advantages to samsara? Are they related to the reason why so many enlightened people end up in sex scandals? Or, to put it another way, if meditation, like LSD, relaxes mental priors and increases entropy, do these failure modes help us understand what strong priors and low entropy are good for? This audio version of Slate Star Codex is provided with the permission of Scott Alexander. I am not Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And you can find me at wearenotsaved.com, where I also have a podcast. For anyone wishing to reference this content, please do so by linking to the original post. If you think having an audio version of Slate Star Codex is valuable, and you have nothing better to do with your money, consider donating at patreon.com slash SSC podcast, or leave us a review somewhere. Finally, I'd like to thank Solenoid Entity 7425 for doing sound editing. You can find him on Discord. Until next time.